So we all know that there's a deadline looming on another aggressive interest rate hike, hike in uh, late October. And there are other shifts that take place, of course, in the market that I think a lot of people will say, hey, this is great for doing business here, but seem to be creating this perfect storm to further drive up all the costs on the everyday stuff we need. And on Monday, the loonie was trading at 72.77 cents, which is down from the 80 cent mark, which it hit at March. And sure, the dollar slide will be great for some businesses, but when it comes to us, everyday yobs, the people, uh, it means everything we go, you know, we buy goes up. And we have to buy a lot of stuff and bring it in from the United States to get through the winter because we can't grow certain things here. I mean, you'll recall when cauliflower went up to, what, nine bucks a head at one point? So I think a lot of people are saying, does a low dollar added to all the other issues mean we're headed for that kind of pricing and how soon? Dr. Sylvain Charlebois is a professor in food distribution and policy, also a senior director of the Agri-Food Analytics Lab at Dalhousie University. And of course, doctor, I would be remiss to say that you are uh, or were right in the path of um, of Fiona because you're from Nova Scotia. You're in Toronto today on businesses, but how are you doing? Uh, well, I, I felt bad this morning, honestly, uh, going to the airport because I had to leave my family behind without any power. But uh, I actually was able to find some hotel rooms for for my wife and the kids. Uh, they're doing great. There's no school uh, yet. Uh, they're not back <laughs> yeah. in school. Dalhousie, my own university, was closed for uh, for a day. And so it's been, um, yeah, it's been challenging for sure. And but uh, Halifax was hit hard, but it was, it's mm-hmm. nothing compared to Cape Breton and PEI. Yeah, no, I mean, the pictures apparently just don't do it justice. I mean, we can only really look from the outside in, but if you're in the middle of all of this, I think uh, your view of the, the disaster on the ground has got to be just devastating. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, well, at least uh, now you can get a bit of a break uh, in Toronto, maybe just have a bit of power and a bit of uh, stability, but no question hey, about it. It's going to be a I just a need a new porch thing. and uh, a couple of trees. There you go. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right, so let's talk about this um, This kind of new wrinkle. Um, you know, for the longest time, the dollar was, was pretty strong. Now it's not. Yeah. So what does this mean, and when will we start to feel the effects of this? I'm concerned because uh, uh, last, uh, I'd say, six months, uh, our loony lost about 6% of its value against the greenback. That's a bad sign going into the fall. And uh, as you know, we do import a lot of food during the winter months. And uh, if we actually tackle winter with a weaker currency, uh, that's going to be a problem for our importers, uh, including grocers. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm very concerned. And, and, and to see jumps uh, price jumps in produce, for example, sent to the store at the beginning of winter, right after the holidays, is actually not rare. We actually often see that. And, uh, and the cauliflower, quote-unquote, crisis actually happened in January after our loonie fell $0.10. Cents. And, and that happens, of course, when uh, investors uh, seek refuge. And the American market, the American currency, is always... Well, it's the money of reference, so it's always a safe place to go. Uh, most currencies are, are down, including our own, so that's not good news. 
we should be uh, pointing out, I mean, they're, they're seeing big problems in the UK, across Europe. But, you know, we live here, so this is where we worry about it. But going global then, what does it mean? Does all of this aggravate each other? I mean, we do most of our imports, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Sylvain, from the United States, like things like over the winter where we need produce and we need stuff shipped in. Um, but as far as goods outside, how is this going to have an impact, given that this is kind of something happening around the world? Well, for I mean, for our economy, it may not be a bad thing, to be honest. Uh, actually, when we have a weaker loonie, our, our exports tend to do very well, as you know. Even in the, in the agri-food sector, we do export a lot, and everything is exchanged in American dollars. But uh, I'm just thinking about consumers right here. As consumers, we tend to pay for a weaker, weaker currency, whether you're buying a car buying clothes or anything else, uh, but food, you're, you're affected every single day. Produce has been unbelievably volatile this year, and, and a weaker loonie could actually make things worse, unfortunately. We're, we're working on our forecast for 2023. We are really seeing uh, our 13th Canada's food price report on December 7th, so we're, we're actually including in our model uh, some of the data related to the currency, and we don't think it's going to be a favorable factor. What are you seeing as far as early indications? Well, so last year, uh, well, nine months ago, I guess in December of 2021, when we were forecasting for 2022, we did forecast a 7% increase. We're now at 98 So we are expecting that inflation rate to drop before the holidays. Uh, if uh, if we don't have a, a, a Ukrainian situation in 2023, I think conditions should be more predictable and we should actually have a calmer 2023. What we're going through right now is uh, is unprecedented. For, yeah. for 13 straight months, the food inflation rate has exceeded the inflation rate. I don't think that's going to happen in 2022, 2023. You think it'll get better? I think so. Um, I, I actually don't I hope think, so. I hope you're right. But I mean, because it, 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 it's hurting a lot. Food inflation yeah. will drive inflation more next year, at least not as much as this year. Right. But I think people are starting to say, well, how long is this going to go on? I mean, obviously, inflation is slowly starting to cool. Again, everything, as you as you kind of, to your point, everything's hinging on everything staying the course. I mean, it, it's meaning that there's no nuclear uh, weapons in Ukraine, no energy uh, weaponization further from Russia. I mean, there's so many variables that have to stay just as they are now to make things not worse. And so, again, it's kind of a, we're in a bit of a, a game right now. But um, you know, people are looking for, when are we going to see some relief? Yeah, so it's, it's, it's not going to happen this year. <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, if we are to see any changes with uh, prices that would actually help consumers, it's probably not until, it's not going to be until the spring of 2023. You see, margins are very, very low. And so there's not there's no wiggle room for anybody within the supply chain, which is why mm -hmm. typically food gets hit hard and gets hit long compared to other sectors of the economy. And you have brought this to the attention of those in, in Ottawa. What what are you telling them? I mean, there's a lot of debate about what the government could do. Obviously, the, the go-to is get rid of the carbon pricing because then at least you'd lower energy costs to ship all these products. But what was your message to the, the lawmakers? 
actually, I'm meeting with them tomorrow. Uh, so I'm zooming in for a, uh, a testimonial with the uh, Finance Standing Committee in Ottawa at 5 o'clock tomorrow night. And, and the topic of discussion will be, obviously, food inflation and greedflation, talking about mm-hmm. what's happening across the supply chain. Is there abuse? Uh, are some companies taking advantage of consumers? And so we'll, we'll be talking, we'll be discussing this issue. The NDP just actually submitted a motion to investigate further, and, uh, and I will provide my point of view about that. Yeah, we know that the um, the head of uh, the CEO of Sobe spoke out, uh, kind of very angered about the fact that uh, they, they feel the grocers feel like they're being picked on. But do you have any evidence that there is greedflation, or is this strictly the market speaking? Not in the grocery business. Uh, I actually feel for uh, Michael Medline, the CEO of Sobe's. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do understand why he's a bit frustrated because there is no evidence of greedflation in food distribution. But it doesn't mean that there's no greedflation at all. I think. Right. There are some pockets of, of uh, problems, I would, if you will, in the food industry. I mean, the meat, meat prices have behaved erratically. Bakery, something's going on there that we can't explain. Fish and seafood as well. So mm-hmm. I think if Parliament gets into this, I think it's worthwhile. No question about it is the one area that people need some relief and some clarity because it's hitting everyone uh, where it counts. But nonetheless, we'll look uh, forward getting our popcorn if it's not too expensive to watch that testimony and see what you deliver. Appreciate your time. I know you've been through kind of a hell in a handbasket with everyone on the uh, East Coast. So I thank you for your time. No problem. Take care. Bye-bye. That is Dr. Sylvain Charlebois. So we're keeping an eye on that. And um, it is a big issue, certainly, um, you know, when you can't afford your food. That is some hard times, but I think we are heading into some very hard times that are not going to get easier for a while. And so I think at least people want some clarity and hopefully we can get some of that.